Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. I see equal housing under. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three at Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. I've always wanted to do that, see if I could copy something. I did. It's now time to talk to Pat Bradley, presented by Witt Davis Lumber Plus, with four locations in central Arkansas. Pat is also brought to you by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton, with some of the lowest auto loan rates in Saline County. I am going to suppose. Good afternoon, Patrick. Good afternoon, Patrick. Right, there you are. There he is. Got the, the line crossed. Well, I Sometimes expected it works you out the way it's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I expected you on B. Instead, you weren't. So that's okay. <laughs> and how's everybody well, actually, doing? Hey, he answered Shakespeare's question: to be or not to be. He's not to be today, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, I guess I actually have you on the uh, hotline and not on uh, the send put. Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. I'll lock you in now. What is going on in the world of one Patrick Bradley? Well, it just it, it seems like um, all I can uh, hear about now is the baseball the trade deadline, and uh, seems everybody's making moves other than the Red Sox. I don't know if you guys got any inside scoop of what what. Uh, <laughs> What's going on? But that's what it seems like happening. Well, they traded Kike Hernandez back to the Dodgers. Well, I didn't see what they got for him. Probably minor league players. Nothing, you know, that's going to help them this year. Right. Okay. Well, and they're really they're really having a better year than anybody expected them to because nobody expected them to be very good. They're they're over five hundred. <laughs> so, and the and the East is loaded. We have our our friend that calls, who's an Oriole fan, and he likes to gig Randy a little, which I don't do because I know you don't poke the Yankees. You just don't do that. But you know, you look at the Eastern Division, the American League. Every team's over five hundred. It's easily the best division in baseball. So the Red Sox are having a decent year, but that doesn't mean they're going to get in the playoffs. Right, right. Is there a clear favorite right now? Well, Baltimore's uh, got Baltimore has a slight lead over Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is playing in New York tonight. In fact, MLB Network just popped it on, Randy, if you if you got MLB Network. Yankees and the Rays. Um, and the Toronto Blue Jays are actually in third place right now in the East, and they're pretty good, too. So that's the way it stacks up. But the Red Sox and Yankees have enough time that they still could mm-hmm. get into the picture. Right. Wow. Just imagine. Now, what, is, is the Yankees... What's been there the last few seasons? Something they've done? Randy might agree or disagree. They're, uh, number one, they can't keep their two sluggers, Aaron Judge mm-hmm. and June Cartlo Stanton, in the lineup at the same time. Hmm. It's just been almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them's hurt or the other one's hurt. Judge just came back this past weekend, hit his home run, first home run after being out. What was he out, Randy? About six weeks? 42 days. 42 days. So that, that's wow. a long time. When that's your best player 
and he's out for 42 days. That's that's a tough deal. So um, that's been a problem. They have arguably the best pitcher in the American League in Garrett Cole, but the rest of their starters are pretty so-so. So I think that's probably the Yankees' problem. Right. Right. Well, it's, uh, you know, I know, like you said, that the Red Sox, I don't know what they have to do or what they can do, but not a lot of happy folks right now with them. Well, the thing with, with New York is in the absence of Aaron Judge, maybe the worst career slump for Anthony Rizzo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is he had that one day where he went four for four. They got a couple of home runs, but that was his first home run since back in early May. And here we are almost to, <laughs> to August. And uh, wow. Stanton was uh, below the Mendoza. He was well below the Mendoza mm-hmm. line. He's been hovering around 200. He's been a little bit better as of late in the last five games. But without breaking every position out, Donaldson goes on the IL. He's probably finished. His career's probably finished. And, uh, I mean, they just got a new shortstop. There's just all kinds of – to be as close as they are and finally getting judged back. Now, he didn't play uh, Sunday night. He played Saturday when he hit the home run. He didn't play last night. He said – uh, Boone was saying he was sore, so they didn't want to take any chances with him. But, uh, I mean, it, it looks – if they don't make some, some moves and they're running out of time and the bodies are running out because they keep <laughs> yanking people back uh, that they might trade for. But I, Well, th- the players that you'd want are disappearing yeah. in, the, in all the trades. By yeah. the way, they're, they're down two to nothing. They just gave up a two-run home run in the first. But – you know, the other thing is, when we're talking about Judge being out, you're talking about Rizzo and all those guys slumping. When Judge is out of the lineup, it makes it easier to pitch to the rest of them. Sure. When he's in the lineup, he like the game against the Orioles, uh, his first game back, he had a line drive to right field, and then they walked him three times. Three times, Next yep. night, he had a home run, and he didn't play last night. So, yeah, when he's in the lineup, everybody else is better. Hmm. We had one of those. I guess. Well, yeah. The Boston doesn't have a hitter like that. I'll tell you, a good pickup for them was Justin Turner, who you'd think, what was he, 34 or 35 years old, been with the Dodgers and all that. And he's, he's having a really good year for them, proving that you can be mid-30s and still have Paul Goldschmidt's a good example, too. You know, Everybody's afraid of, oh, if you sign a guy at a contract at 31, you're going to get two years. Well, they can go into their mid to late 30s and still be fairly effective, and Justin Turner's been really good for the Red Sox. Really good. All right, here's a question um, from our buzz text line. Uh, Rick, Pat, I think Layden Blocker will make Muss's main rotation of 7 to 8. Um by the way, can Roger do an impersonation of you impersonating Pat Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff in Monticello. Do you do you impersonate Pat Bradley? I don't know that I've ever tried to impersonate <laughs> Patrick before. I mean I, I realize I may have, you know, given him a little bit of a of an accent here and there, but no, I don't I don't, I don't remember trying to impersonate Patrick. All right, Patrick, what do you think about Layden Blocker? I like Layden Blocker. I'm not really. I'm not sure he's ready to to crack that top eight. But uh, uh, he and Bay Fall. I think it's going to be interesting to see what their roles will be this upcoming season. But uh, what do you think? Yeah. Well, I think it was it was pretty significant when um, uh, Minifield, the transfer from Washington yeah, or yes. was it Washington, Washington, sure. Washington. Uh, who had you know pretty good point guard he Richards and so when I saw that I felt like you know they most likely were obviously practicing in the summer and and you know I'm sure everything I've heard about Layden Blockers he's he he could be an impactful guy in year one and uh and, and maybe that's one of the reasons why uh you know that backcourt you know with him if he's playing as well as you know we think he is Getting getting a little crowded, so this this I'm sure there's something to that. Um, 
we all know as freshmen, you, you just don't know. Um, some of them come right away and, and start having production, but there's others that take a little bit of time. Um, so I, you know, the sense I get is that he'll be able to contribute in the, in his first season. Um, which is, which is good. Of course, you know, not putting too much pressure on him because it is not easy, uh, as a freshman to, to do that or have a big impact. Um, it seems like he's somebody that is super athletic and I was watching some of the clips on him and he's very impressive. So, you know, from an athletic standpoint, it seems like he's already there. Um, but as we know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to learn. Um, that I'm sure he's, um, he's going to have to, but, but this, the other thing is, what are Devo's coming back? Trevor Brazil, um, Kenyon. So, you know, there's a few guys, Mitchell. So there's a few guys there that would be able to help him along, I think, as he, as he progresses. But it seems to me, Randy, that everything's positive talk around him, being able to contribute. If he's really good, he will, but he's got to be in the top seven or eight. Because if he's not, then we know what happens to freshmen that aren't in the top seven or eight. Now, there have been some freshmen that have been so good lately that they have been in that. Arkansas had three five-stars last year, and they all were. But the other three freshmen didn't play as much, uh, hardly at all, really. So that's the key is he's got to come in, make an immediate impression, and hopefully be in that top seven or eight. That's his That's his key to playing. Yeah. And, it, and, and you know, we've seen it. The, it's a long season. And so if he's not playing a lot early on, um, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean by March, um, February, that, that he wouldn't be able to, to slide into that regular rotation. Um, you know, as we've seen the uh, last, last few years, it seems like, you know, obviously Coach Muss is always tinkering with, uh, with what his lineup is going to be. So I'm sure it's going to be the same this year. Let's talk with... Sterling. Sterling, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Uh, thanks, Randy and Rick, and good to hear Pat. Like I said, I've been hearing Pat, uh, I hear Pat when he's on the on the College Sports Network live on the weekend, and he's on there during the basketball season. And uh, as you yeah. all know already, he does a, a wonderful job. Guys, hey, you know, sir. I'm looking good at the Yes, sir. Uh, I was, you know, since my boys out of and we're selling, and we got Gabriel Higgs to the Blue Jays and Gabriel Montgomery to the Rangers, and and now I'm at the, I'm just an observer, just being a fan, uh, just watching this baseball. Uh, the Rangers made a lot of moves. They like they feel like they got a chance to do something. The surgery move, I know he's not uh, getting surgery right now, but anytime you get a number one. To join a team when he's been on a losing team, and sometimes those cats get regenerate. They get a burst of energy. They, they get a new lease on life, especially a, a veteran. And and to get them for only twenty two million dollars for for the rest of this season and next season, uh, that's one heck of a that's one heck of a trade. Almost it, it's it's a good. I'm willing to say it's a good trade, even if he doesn't pan out like they want him to, because of the value that they that uh, Chris Young. Uh, got for him, and and then you throw in Montgomery, who's a good pitcher, good in, yeah. innings eater, a uh, got a, a very solid pitcher. You you know you get to you get to October, and you got you got them two, and uh, mm-hmm. the name escapes me right now. The one that just went on the DL has been doing a bad Degrom, no Evaldi. Oh, no, yeah, no, he'll, he'll be back. Yeah. No, DeGrom, DeGrom will be back until late next year at the earliest, maybe the following ah, year. Right. Okay. But, but Eovaldi just went on the IL, and he's had a really good year for them, so you'll get, you'll have him back. So, I mean, the Rangers looking, yeah. looking good. I like, the, I like the aggressiveness of what they're doing. I mean, it's easy to be aggressive when you got Astros, the defending champions, breathing down your neck. And they yeah. the cavalry is coming, as uh, Dusty said. Uh, with the guys that's coming out the, I keep, I keep wanting to say DL. Like it's hard for me to say, uh, I, I are, but, uh, but, but guys, that, that's going to be an interesting race towards yeah. the end. And, and I'm, 
And like I said, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm strictly a Chargers fan. I don't have no second place team. I don't have no American League team, nothing like that. Uh, so the, I'm being totally super objective. Uh, I know the you had a call talking about the Orioles, but like Rick, like Rick said, they they need they need to do something with that pitching. Yeah. And the Rangers had needed to do something with the pitching. They they made some they made some moves, and and uh, I I like them uh, to to pose yeah, a threat. I ain't yes. I ain't telling anybody to go to Saracen or anything, but uh. <laughs> I like I like the moves they made. What y'all what y'all think about that? And Pat, good to hear from you. Y'all guys have a great day. Thank you, Sterling. Thanks, Sterling. Have, they've had the number one offense in the American League most of the season. They've <clears throat> slumped a little bit lately, but they've got a heck of an offense. So you put them together pitching. Yeah, I think they've got a chance. They have a chance to win the World Series, and they've been to two of them. They, they got <clears throat> stunned. Well, they got beat by the Giants in one of them. They got stunned by the Cardinals. They were one pitch away from winning the World Series in 2011. And David Freeze tripled over uh, Cruz's head. And then the Freeze hit a home run in the extra innings to win that game. And then the Cardinals won game seven. So that's as close as they've ever been. But I think they're building to a team that's got a chance to go back and win one. What do you think about the moves by the Angels? They've made a bunch of moves lately. They have, and I, th- I think what they've done is they are telling Shohei Otani that they're doing everything they can to get the playoffs. Willing to go year. all out, yep. But they're also telling Otani, we're willing to win next year and the year after that. Uh, we want you back. So whether they get him or not, they're at least making a case that they understand the urgency in winning. And so, uh, now I don't know, you know, Crone started with the Angels, now he's back with them, he was with, they got him from Colorado, um, Gritchick, I mean, those two are two good offensive players, they're not great offensive players, but they're good, is that enough to help them, because their offense has been so-so, uh, except for Otani, who hit his 39th home run the other day, and, amazing. Uh, yeah, he's amazing, so, uh, don't know. How uh, historically how? What he's doing, how, where do you put that? Oh, no, nobody's ever done anything like he's doing. Babe Ruth, in his best years as a pitcher, did not play in the outfield. And now, Otani has the advantage of having the DH. Babe Ruth didn't have a DH. But his last year with the Red Sox was 1918, and he hit 29 home runs. And that's kind of, And then when they traded him to the Yankees, the Yankees weren't trading to get a pitcher. They wanted a guy that could hit home runs, mm-hmm. which he did. And so um, he became a heck of a hitter with the uh, with the Yankees. So he never had a year where he did both of those. I think his career earned run average with Boston was uh, like two, three, five, something like that. And he won eighty six games as a pitcher. But and then of course he set all the home run records. Whereas Otani is leading the major leagues in home runs. It's four ahead of Matt Olson of the Braves, who has thirty five. <laughs> But he's also, was he won nine games or something? Friday, last Friday, they played a doubleheader because they got rained out the day before. On He pitched the first game. <laughs> one hitter. A, he pitched a one-hit shutout, yep. and in the second game, he hit two home two runs. Home runs. Yep. Nobody's ever done anything like that. Now, does that put him in the Hall of Fame? Well, let's see if he does, how many years he does it. But right now, he is in a class of a, by his own of doing that. How did, how does because it just seems like the opposite of how baseball has been trending yeah. over the last yeah. couple of with decades. Yeah, yeah, with the DH. And, and, and in, in a time when we have pitchers who, you know, are pitching three innings and then they yeah. get pulled, and there's the middle reliever, and then there's the the other middle reliever, and then there's the yeah. closer. It's just I, I don't even know how to. How does he? How does he even like? I figured an MLB club or they would just shut down that even notion of doing what he's doing in today's game. Well, he was doing that in Japan at an early age, uh, so he would have been most most Japanese players who are really good over there don't come to the United States till they're twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine years old, and they've I mean they've performed at a high level. Ichiro was, I think, around 24 or 25 when he came. So Tani was, what, 23? So he was a young guy, and he was already pitching and hitting. 
when he decided he was coming to the United States, I guess he was 22, which was really really unusual. He was 22 years old because he's 28 now, and he'll be a free agent next year. He'll be 29. So and he's been with the Angels six years now. So he's 22 years old. He comes, and, and, he's, and he looked at the teams, and, of course, Japan is closer to the West Coast. And so he really wanted to play on the West Coast, did not want to play for, on the East Coast. That's why he signed with the Angels. Could have been the Angels, could have been the Dodgers, could have been the Padres. The Angels made the deal. And um, and so that was just the deal. He wanted to do both. And he's so good at both, why wouldn't he? Now, he hurt his arm about, what, four years ago? And so he went one entire year without pitching, but he still DH'd. And then I think this is his third year back doing both. Pretty amazing. Yeah, he is amazing. Sure. But you know, if you were if you had a choice right now, this would be an interesting question for those who really do love Major League Baseball. If you had a if you had a choice and you could only get you could start your team with one player that's in the major leagues today and and you know, age age shouldn't be too much of a difference because Otani is twenty eight years old. Would you rather have him or Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves? Who has hit about what was he hit twenty six or seven home runs? He's stolen fifty one bases. Yeah, start say, yeah. yeah. So he and he's a great outfielder. So mm. and he plays every day. Now he doesn't pitch. Plays every day. Not going to hit as many home runs as Otani, but he's going to steal a bunch of bases. Now Otani, last time I looked, had eleven or twelve. Stole, he had eleven stolen bases last time I looked. So he may have stolen them more since then. So he does run some. He's very fast. Mm-hmm. Acuna Jr. is one heck of a player. Patrick, we got to step aside for a moment. Hang tight. That is Patrick Bradley, Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day to Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Well, Billy, we're back working by Guatney Chevrolet. Well, until AI takes our jobs, AI ain't gonna shovel this gravel. I guess it could take the boss's job. Billy, AI is not designed to be useless. You don't need AI to find the best deals on new Chevrolets. Right now at Guadney, get brand new 2023 Silverados up to 7000 off MSRP and rates as low as 1.9%. Plus, 2023 Equinox at 1.9% or an optional 1250 cash back. Come see us at Guadney and avoid all traffic and construction. Northbound on 67, take the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main and left on Bailey to our front door. Find new roads to Guadney Chevrolet. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24505. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. 
It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports, you the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, Patrick Bradley, I'm Randy Rainwater. Got a little bit of rain last night. Some storms came sweeping through central Arkansas. I don't, I don't know. I got if, an inch of rain. Did you get an inch of rain? Uh, we could not tell much, if any, because it's been so dry. And uh, I'm waiting for the grass just to take off. And... Uh, then I get to pull out the steel equipment and get after it. Thanks to Mickey and his gang and Cersei, that's Hennard Foothills Equipment. They offer a full line of residential and commercial mowers. Got the choice between gasoline or diesel engines. They also offer the Spartan zero-turn mowers. Now, these mowers are manufactured in Batesville and lead the industry with comfort and toughness. And Henner also carries the Bobcat zero-turn mowers. And I personally have fallen in love with the electric mower. And it is so simple. That is, the Greenworks zero-turn mowers, both residential and commercial grade. And yes, they service what they sell, and they have an unmatched reputation service after the sale. That's 501-268-1987-1920 South Main Street in Searcy. Hennard Foothills Equipment, your hometown dealer, no matter where you live. It's now time to talk to Pat Bradley, presented by Whit Davis Lumber Plus, with four locations in Central Arkansas. Pat is also brought to you by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton with some of the lowest auto loan rates in Saline County. Now, before we have Patrick talk about Whit Davis Lumber Plus, those of us that read the sports section on Sunday was pleasantly surprised with a story in the outdoor section. Brian wrote a great story on Joe Foley. I did not realize. I knew Joe was a golfer. I didn't realize he was a fisherman. He is a scuba diver. He's a golfer. Good gracious. Uh, he just got back from a heck of a fishing trip on the Missouri River in Montana. And, and Coach Foe will be in, in, in studio with us. Uh, we'll have on the phone line with him uh, Greg Falls and Mike Cunnert, uh, who, who were the guides for his party. Uh, they, and they had a heck of a time caught. Saw some really great, great-sized fish, and so we'll we'll explore trout fishing. Uh, Rusty Pruitt, who coached Joe uh, in in the art of fly fishing before he left at the Jack Stevens Center, uh, will be in, in house with Brian and I, and so that's all coming up at seven o'clock here on Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors. Also, I'm sorry, uh, Scott Morgan, a volunteer with Ducks Unlimited, will be here to talk about the Mad Mallers event going on August 1st through the 6th at Dickie Stevens Park. Can you do something about the geese out here in the parking lot? Mm. They're sitting on the hot pavement, not the grass. I can't figure it out. 
I had a conversation with one when I ran to get you that uh, Benadryl a second ago for the but your hand is itching. If I if I some days I feel like you know the humane societies will get after me because they they just almost challenge you. They sit there oh, yes, they will. in the driveway and it's like uh uh-uh, uh I ain't moving. What are you going to do about it, big boy? And uh, so. there, was, there was one sitting on the asphalt, but there was a big water puddle next to him. I said, get in the water, man. <laughs> he didn't answer me back. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering if you had a really quality conversation with him. Uh, Patrick, if you would, talk about the good folks at Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Yes, sir. WhitDavis.com is the website, and you can go and shop online. It's very easy. Um, of course, locations in Greenbrier, Jacksonville, uh, Sherwood, and Cabot. And WhitDavis.com, if you need something for inside the home, outside the home, lawn and garden, any kind of improvement, it truly is a one-stop shop. Um, whether it's painting in the interior or anything else you need, uh, check them out online. And they do have Facebook updates at WhitDavis.com is the website, and you check out all the good stuff there. Patrick, I don't know if you have gone online, and uh, this is part of the change in numbers that players can wear. I've been waiting for this. Well, they had to wait until this past Friday when it finally became public. Dennis J. Harris is the latest addition. He's a fifth-year senior, has one year of eligibility. He is going to wear... Number seven. Seven. Hmm. Number six will be laden blocker. Now, if you remember, you could not have any number over five. And there will be a zero. Khalif Battle will wear right, yeah. zero. And then you've got Chandler Lawson wearing number eight. And then as you get further into the roster, I mean, there's no other... I guess you can say odd numbers that we're not used to seeing, but uh, we will see a six, a seven, and eight this upcoming season for the Arkansas basketball Razorbacks. <laughs> that is the first. So, in in previous, you said this is the first year for zero. No, no, zero was last year. If you remember, wasn't it Anthony Black that wore zero? Okay, yes. that's right. That's yeah, right. He did. Now, I think one number that we're not seeing either yet, I don't think there's a double zero for uh, they allow for basketball yet. Uh, but there can be a double zero, I'm almost 100% positive, in football. Hey, Rick, when, when did the numbering system change in, in football? As an announcer, a guy watching the game or announcing the game, you knew by number that the guards were 60, the tackles were in the mm-hmm. 70s, the ends were in the 80s. Centers were five. Uh, mm-hmm. In the 50s. And and, yeah. and they switched it all up. Now you got a, you, you got a down lineman wearing number eight or whatever, number nine, and de- de- backs more. Defensive lines, yeah. <laughs> offensive yeah. offensive yeah. linemen are yeah. the same. Offensive yeah. linemen are still 50s, 60s, and 70s. Wide receivers can be uh, 80s, or they can be single digits, digits. or they mm-hmm. can be teens. But they pro- possibly can be in the twenties too. Running backs twenties and thirties for a single digit. But but it's uh, the defense that really throws yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah, the defense has definitely changed because you'll see one, you'll see one, you'll see eight, mm-hmm. you'll see ninety nine on the defensive mm-hmm. line. But when yeah. number eight makes a tackle in the middle of the line, it, right. it, it kind of blows you away. Yeah, you're normally first thinking you, it was a safety. Harris, Dejon Harris. Yeah. But yeah. but you would know by the location on the field who the guy was. Yeah, and, and you can look it up real quick, right? But uh, now, do, does the five, six, and sevens is that still prevalent? I mean, you got to have a fifty, or all the way up to a seventy-nine. The offensive line, yeah, off, but but can a fifty-five changed. not play tackle? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. But that used to be the linebackers. Well, it used to always be the yeah, center. Center, right? Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about defense. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of numbers you see now. Oh, defensively. linebackers can wear. Again, I think defensive players pretty well wear anything. Now, in the secondary, you don't see secondary guys wearing 50s, 60s, and 70s. Mm-mm. You don't see Mm-mm. that. But uh, Bumper Pool was number 10. Yeah, sure was. Dijon Harris was number 8. So there's been single-digit numbers 
even at the linebacker position. Brent, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Certainly appreciate it. Hey uh, Ray, I gotta I gotta say I really appreciate all your work you do with uh, uh, promoting conservation here in the state of Arkansas. Man, I, I work for I work for the Arkansas Game Fish Commission, so I really appreciate your show and coming on and, and uh, just uh, telling people about all the beautiful things we have in the state to do. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really good to have you out there as a voice, man. Um, appreciate but that. Thank I, I agree you. That, yeah, the reason I'm calling actually is to uh, thank Rick. Uh, I called a couple weeks ago, told you that I was heading out to Fenway for my first game, yeah. and uh, you told me to get you told me to get the whaling trip, dude, and I did. I, I got off the phone that night and I got the whaling trip, and it was remarkable, dude. We saw 17 humpback whales, oh uh, minke whales, dude. I mean, like we saw a schooner out, like a uh, old, you know, uh, sail yeah. rig ship out there, yeah. three sails. Uh, that was in the middle of all of it too. It was just, it was really kind of surreal. Wow. They're a really good time, but uh, man, uh, you know, I got to go to Fenway, and uh, I, I, unfortunately, uh, I had to take someone to the airport, and I didn't get to watch the whole game. But I did get to watch. Uh, who were you saying the best pitcher was? Was it Verlander? Scherzer or Verlander? Well, for oh, for the Verlander. Mets? Yeah, Verlander yeah, right yeah. now is pitching better than Scherzer. Right. Yeah. Ah, nah. He gave up two home runs in the first two innings when I watched him. Verlander Boston did. Boys. Well, he's pitching yeah, a lot better Boston now. Boys. Yeah. And Scherzer's yeah, got nine wins, but you know he's had some games where he got wins because they scored some runs for him. Yeah. But I tell you what, that was a fun atmosphere because I guess apparently the Mets haven't really played there a lot. And there were a lot of no. Mets fans there. Mm. And they were they were screaming, let's go Mets. I mean, it was patchy. You know, you'd see these sections are all blue in the Mets. And then it get the get the Red Sox fans all booing. It was really great. It was a great atmosphere. It actually was probably more like a college football game than it was actually a baseball game. But uh, but I got to tell you, man, uh, I left from there, and I ended up just by chance going to meet a friend of mine who lived in Michigan, and I went to uh, went to the, uh, the uh, Tigers game and watched Joey Otani. Dude, he's overrated. He went over three with a walk and a stolen base. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> overrated. Well, no, it was a base. Dude, yeah. Yeah, when he got up to bat, the entire stadium, you could feel it, and the entire stadium wanted him to hit a, to hit a home run. And, you know, that, that was a stadium full of uh, Detroit fans. And yeah. I had a really good time, man. I mean, it was, uh, it was crazy. I had to finish it off by going to Cedar Point and uh, go ride some, uh, go ride some uh, roller coasters. But, uh, Pat, your town is amazing. Uh, although the interstate system is like a five-year-old got a hold of a bunch of matchbox tracks and made their own own uh, uh, road system, it's, it, it's the most confusing road I've ever been on. But, man, I had such a good time out there. I went to Legal Seafood, and I walked around downtown, and we had a, just a great time, man. It was a lot of fun. And Rick, thank you so much for that that advice. Uh, you you hit it on the head, man. It got me to do really fun things. I certainly appreciate it, guys. I'm glad, glad you great. had a great time. That's thank a you, great Brent. Support. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know, Pat. If you you know when you live there, sometimes you don't do things that people who visit there do. So, have you ever gone right. whale watching? Um, I was supposed to, <laughs> and like. The eighth grade. Oh I was the seventh grade, and it was a school field trip. But my my mother, uh, she didn't let me go. Uh, she thought I was going to like fall off the boat or something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, and so you haven't been since. Haven't been now. I've been on. Uh, you know they do like cruises. Um, okay, Pat. Pat, just stop. Right? Stop. Stop. <laughs> You're still fairly young. You're you're still fairly young as a newlywed. It's been a, a little while, I know. I don't know if your wife's been or not. Sometime before this summer is over, before August is over, go down to the Bay Area and go whale watching. It is one of the most. Can you guarantee? It, it is one of the most fascinating experiences you will ever have in your life. Seriously. Can you guarantee a whale? Yeah, well, I can't guarantee it, but you will see him. The guy just saw 17 of them. Hang on, Patrick. Hang on. Drop Time Sports will continue.
Mega Millions jackpot from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $800 million. So, what would you do if you won? If I won a big jackpot, I would build a huge mansion next to Mount Magazine. If I won, I would travel, and I would travel, and I would travel some more. Got your ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Mega Millions jackpot of more than $800 million. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, and as well they should be, and you should join the convo if we're being honest. Just make sure you do your homework and you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, it's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Let me be clear. This is not a typical doctor's office. It's concierge medicine exclusively for all of us men. Here's the deal. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, your T levels may be low. Low T treatments are affordable and convenient options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T-level tested. So what are you waiting on? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Goodbye, 9 to 5. So long, paper checks. Later on, trips to the bank. Tired of business as usual? Say hello to business banking services from Arvest Bank. At Arvest, we support those starting new businesses or even new side hustles with loans, advanced merchant services, easy online banking tools, and time-saving products like remote deposit capture. Goodbye limits, hello possibilities. Arvest Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Gary Hill with MSS Oil presents Countdown to Kickoff, Tuesday, August 1st at the Hall. Get a preview of the upcoming season from Andrew Chambly, Hudson Clark, Zach Williams, and Eric Gregory. Plus, a special tribute to Ryan Mallett. Get tickets now at 1037thebuzz.com. Special VIP tickets include a meet and greet and the best seats in the house. Countdown to Kickoff is brought to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka, Oakland Sports, the Gangster Museum of America, Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, Ortho, Arkansas, and Party Time Rental and Events. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated, this is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, along with Pat Bradley. I'm Randy Rainwater. And Patrick, if you would, talk about the good folks at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Thank you, Randy. Alcoa Community, FCU.org is the website. You can go on there and uh, actually apply uh, for a secure loan online right now. Uh, for your summer auto loan specials, you get 2.49%. Yes, that's right, 2.49%. Uh, but it starts by going online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Do that from anywhere and know that it is a secure online uh, application at alcoacommunityfcu.org. I don't know how hot this is coming off of the so-called press, but... The University of Arizona's Board of Regents have scheduled a meeting for tomorrow. And according to the paper, the report is that the agenda for the meeting is unknown and it was not previously (laughs) scheduled before today. Hello, Big 12 for Arizona. Hello, Big 12. They they probably got got it scheduled for high noon, 12. (laughs) Cuba special. 
Hey, if Arizona goes, Arizona State will be next. Utah will be next. So that's four more additions. That would bring the Big 12 up to 16, and that would end the Pac-12. I think the Pac-12 is dead now. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll be after that. The Pac-12 could add San Diego State and get back to 10 Mm. if nobody else defected. But with Arizona... And you know, again, Arizona State will be next, and I guess Utah will be next. Uh, so now you're talking about they're the big six, which really leaves the Stanford, Oregon schools, Washington, Washington Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah. Okay, so Oregon, somebody will want Oregon because Oregon is a, a big they, ten. They got plenty of money. So, yeah, although that's a geographic. Kind of ridiculous. Well, it's except, not. What's what? They got USC and UCLA now. Yeah. What is? What's so, not a nightmare for the right? So let's say Oregon goes to the Big Ten, and let's say they say, okay, we need one more, so we'll take Washington. All right. Then that leaves Washington State, Stanford, California, and one other school out there. I'm not thinking. There's there's another one. Washington State. Oh, Washington State, Oregon State. California and Stanford, it leaves them out in the lurch. And nobody wants them. Nobody would want any of them because once Oregon goes to the Big Ten, that gives the state of Oregon to the Big Ten. Once Washington goes there, that gives the state of Washington. Washington State and Oregon State are in much smaller communities, so they'll be left out. Stanford and California, I mean, while they're big names, really, for football... There's there's nobody going to say hey, Mountain jump West. Them. Can you say Mountain West? Yeah, for all four of those guys, <laughs> I guess. But boy, what a comeback! What a step down! And that means this is probably the last year for Pac-12 athletics. Can you imagine that? Wow! Because their their TV contract runs out at the end of this year, so there's no penalty for leaving. Mm-mm. There's that. That's why they're leaving. That's why Colorado right. could leave. There's no penalty for leaving. So can you imagine that? That I don't know what they'll do for a significant thing. This most likely is the last year for the Pacific Twelve. If there was, if there was something that you could point to, uh, or, or is there anything that, and it's probably many things that led to the Pac-12 being the outsiders. Oh, the last the last commissioner the last commissioner was a disaster and you know they were uh, they rented the highest priced uh, offices in San Francisco they spent lavishly um, they were arrogant a lot of the schools uh, athletic departments did not like them at all uh, they never they negotiated one TV contract that was good. They tried to move the Pac-12 network into their home offices in San Francisco. That didn't work worth a darn. So, yeah, it's their their leadership, the commissioner before the current one, and he's only been there for a year or two. That That's where it all went downhill. Hmm. Wasn't he from the, the latest commissioner? Wasn't he from, like, Vegas and had yeah. to do with... You know, scheduling, casino, I forget what it was. Maybe. It was all marketing. He's a marketing yeah, guy. Yeah, marketing guy. Yeah. And, of course, they were hoping that he could negotiate a new contract. But they started, the Pac-12 started negotiating the new contract when USC and UCLA were still in the league 10 months ago. And they haven't been able to come Couldn't up with Couldn't get anything. it done. Nope. Yeah. And he came and from as, Vegas and he rolled a dice and lost. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And as we know, as we know... All these leagues try to negotiate in advance. So, for instance, uh, you know, our, the SEC still has another year with CBS, but <clears throat> that contract's expired. They're already long-term locked into ESPN. CBS, knowing this was the last year with the SEC, went out and negotiated with the Big Ten, so they're not going to be without college football. So all of that is done well in advance of the contract expiring. Here's the Pac-12. This is the last year of their contract, and they have not been able to negotiate another deal, and possibly because the networks sense the unrest that's out there, and they wonder, is there, are there even going to be 10 teams in the league? So, boy, that is, uh, that is a major, major news that you just broke there, Randy, or just brought up. It's supposed to happen tomorrow. We'll see. I got to believe it's a done deal. And and what happens is, 
now there's a power four. There's going to be a power four. There won't be the Pac-12 is not going to exist anymore. They will not be a power five. So there's a power four. So Stanford, Cal, Washington State, and Oregon State, if they go to the Mountain West, that is not that's not a power conference. No, no, and so no, no. So you, you have four. There are those that think eventually there might just be two. I don't know if they'll ever do that, but because this does strengthen the Big 12 considerably. Big-time strengthening. They get the two Arizona schools. And the Big Ten is already, the Big Ten and the SEC, they're not. They're, they're almost on equal footing money-wise. The SEC wins more, but money-wise, they're on almost equal footing. And so you add somebody like Oregon and Washington, which has the Seattle market, that's a big deal. I, I would think those two would follow UCLA and USC. Yeah, that, yeah I think they will. I do think they will. Big time. Let's talk to Lee. Lee, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, I could have called the Arizona thing. I was just waiting on the buzzer for Raymond for his Big 12 (laughs) high noon. (laughs) Last train to Yuma. Okay, Corral, shootout. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know if PV's still on. I hadn't heard him, but um, uh, I think the Cardinals might be shopping Verdugo. Verdugo's still on the line for the Red Sox. I think the Orioles, if anything, I hope they if Carlson from the Cardinals goes anywhere, I hope he goes to Baltimore. They don't need him. They they need to, all they need starting. Well, the, the is, next guy, Rick, that they're shopping is Carlson. He's the first on their list. Right. I don't know. If well, yeah, I think that's right. But the Orioles don't need him. Uh, he'll go somewhere else. Oh yeah. Else. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying with Verdugo. Yeah, but the, the, the anyway, Orioles need uh, pitching. That's what they need. And the Cardinals need pitching. And the Cardinals, the question is, if they trade Jack Flaherty, will they trade him for a pitcher that's under control for more than two or three years? The other thought well, with the Cardinals the, is, the, they make With Jordan they make Hicks and Montgomery, they got some pitchers. They got the yeah. second baseman slash shortstop, but they got some pitchers, relievers, which they needed. But, the, but, but, they're, but they're, most of what they got in the trades were minor leaguers. Yeah. And so you, you have to look with you know could they with Flaherty could they get somebody that's even if he's a third or a fourth starter for somebody but he's under control for yeah. more than the next two years. Well, Rick, I heard you say earlier you were in Florida last week. Me and my family we're going to be in Seaside, which is Sarasota Beach, oh, outside great. of Destin. Next, and yeah. you know you had to say the thing that I can finally catch Cardinal games. So hopefully they go undefeated next week. Okay, Rick. <laughs> so I'm putting that on you. That okay. all my games here are blacked out. They got, just had that amazing series against the Cubs this weekend that Randy saw. I'm sure how upbeat I was for the series this past weekend. So, well, if you've got MLB TV on your phone, I do, or, or, I your, do. or your iPad, you can watch it in Florida. Yes. Anyway, guys, uh, Randy, Tampa Bay, they're getting on the Yankees quick tonight. Looking forward to listening to Ray tonight and see what he has to say about some uh, fishing late summer. Y'all have a good night, boys. All right, buddy. See you, Lee. That's it. Don't forget, coming up next, Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors. For Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater and Pat Bradley. So long, everybody. We're the original social media you don't need a smart device for. But we'll also meet you there, too. 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. This wasn't how Patrick pictured himself in retirement. Instead of playing golf every day, he could barely walk because of his severe knee pain. It hampered everything because it hurt to walk around the golf course. It hurt to swing. Just pretty much hurt doing.